Liz Mahan, Physician Recruitment Advisor at AAPPR, and this is the I Am AAPPR podcast series. The I Am AAPPR podcast series was created for recruitment professionals by recruitment professionals. We're virtually traveling the country, seeking out the incredible stories of our AAPPR members. This is an opportunity to showcase our pride and the unique members, corporate contributors, and offerings that come along with being a part of AAPPR. So what makes you say, I am AAPPR? Hi, I'm Liz Mahan, Physician Recruitment Advisor at AAPPR, and this is the I am AAPPR podcast. Today, I'm joined by Amanda Cato, Rachel Jones, and Stephanie Wright. They are the leaders of Onboarding and Retention, otherwise known as OR, an official shared interest group of AAPPR. Amanda Cato is an onboarding consultant at Atrium Health in Charlotte, North Carolina. She joined Atrium Health in 2011 and has worked in a variety of roles within the Physician and APP Recruitment and Onboarding Department. Amanda earned her bachelor's degree from East Carolina University and a Master's of Healthcare Administration from Liberty University. She became an OR member in 2016 and currently serves as chair for OR. Rachel Jones is the Manager of Physician Recruitment and Onboarding and Retention at UPMC Pinnacle Health in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. She has worked in provider recruitment and onboarding for UPMC Pinnacle since January 2014. Rachel has over seven years experience in recruitment in both the healthcare and IT fields. She received her MBA in Strategic Leadership and Marketing from Penn State's Smeal College of Business and a BA in HR Management from Juanita College. Rachel holds her CPRP certification through AAPPR and currently serves as Education Chair for OR. Stephanie Wright has served as the Director of Physician Recruitment at Methodist Her Healthcare in Memphis, Tennessee since August 2016. Upon relocating to Tennessee, she transitioned to physician recruitment from human resources management. Previously, she held a position as vice president of human resources for Wayne State University Physicians Group in Detroit, Michigan, and as a healthcare management consultant from SDW Consulting, LLC. Stephanie is a graduate of Central Michigan University where she earned a master's of science in healthcare administration and is certified as a Lean Six Sigma Black Belt professional. She holds her CPRP certification through AAPPR and currently serves as Chair of Communications for OR. Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Liz. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. It's so great to see and talk to all of you and I'm looking forward to hearing more about OR. So to get started, tell me a little bit about your journey with AAPPR. Amanda, let's start with you. Thank you, Liz. So um, I joined OR um, when I got into a, a role in my current organization in the retention program. So I was managing two of our retention programs, um, a spouse employment assistance program, and then also a recruitment rewards referral program. Um, so our, my leader and um, my teammates thought it was important that um, I get involved in our national association um, and just try to network a little bit more, learn about others' retention programs. Um, so that is why I started um, and very quickly um, got involved in 
the leadership of OR uh, and have worked with um, Stephanie and Rachel for a while now, um, really enjoyed the networking and going to the conferences um, has really given me insight into the industry and um, just given me a different perspective uh, where different organizations are coming from and their processes has really helped me take that information and apply it to our processes um, at Atrium. So that has been my journey with AAPR um, and it's been very exciting. So that's awesome. I love hearing that. I love, I love how much our members network and learn from one another. Yes. So Rachel, tell me a little bit about your journey. Yep. So I joined AAPPR when I first became a physician recruiter in 2014. My manager at the time was already a member. So that was one of the first things. I think the first week I was here, I was filling out my membership application. So um, she put an emphasis on being part of the national organization. And she got a lot out of it when she was a department of one. Um, and now we're a department of eight. And every time we have a new hire, we make sure that they get their membership. Um, I became part of OR about a year later um, through the first conference I attended for AAPPR. Um, and then I joined the board the year after because I won the scholarship um, that OR was giving out to attend the conference. So I thought, um, what a great way to stay involved with the organization. Um, they asked me to join on as um, secretary. So that's how I got involved with OR. And um, I just appreciate uh, working with Amanda and Stephanie so much. Um, and I appreciate working with AAPPR. Any problem I could have with working in my current position, somebody has already experienced it out there in AAPPR land. And everyone's so willing to give their information and advice. So it's just a great crowdsourcing opportunity. And I'm excited to see what 2021 brings for us. That's amazing. I, I love when members say that they got involved to give back. Like they got something out of a shared interest group or out of AAPPR and um, they felt like the next step was really for them to get more involved and, and to give back to the group that came to them. So that's fantastic. And Stephanie, what about you? What's your journey been like? Um, my journey has been um just a combination of, of, of greatness and of need. So basically, um, when I became a physician recruiter and transitioned from HR to physician recruiting um, and then discovered as the director of recruitment at my current organization that we had no onboarding specialists or liaisons, um, I needed help. So I went and um, reached out and was searching on the internet and actually found OR before I found um, AAPPR as a resource. So of course I joined um, AAPPR to make sure that I was successful in my career and I got to this group here of great people um, to experience um, my job with and my role with as an in-house recruiter with OR. It's been a lifesaver for me. So unlike the other two ladies that I get to experience this OR board with and sharing community, I um, have to do top to bottom, so um, OR is definitely something that has helped me. I love the community. I love working with the team. I also got a scholarship um, to um, one of the AAPPR conferences, and then I um, joined the board also um, to get and give back to 
the community for what I was learning as a person who had to do, you know, have that one woman team starting up and found all the resources that I needed from or so. Mm -hmm. That's great. I, what you said is um, it resonates with me. Uh, so many recruiters have either small recruitment teams or they're a team of one. So they don't have the resources, human or otherwise, to devote entirely to onboarding and retention. But we know it's such an important part of the recruitment continuum. Um, so or is the shared interest group that really brings focus into that area. Um, okay. So I'm hoping you can share with us a little bit about the mission of or and and what it is and what it does for its members. So first, what OR stands for, if we haven't said, obviously onboarding and retention. <laughs> so yeah. whereas AAPR has a, a focus on recruitment um, mainly, but then also wants to include the full cycle or includes that onboarding and retention piece where, like you said, there there's a vast range of where a a recruiter may be, they may be full recruitment and don't have much time to focus on onboarding retention, or they may have um, be fully dedicated to onboarding and retention. That's what my role is. Um, so, or really the mission is to um, engage all of these professionals um, to give them a platform to be able to share ideas exchange resources. So if you're just developing your program, you may be able to connect with someone who has had a program for years. Um, and then also you don't have to start um, at the bottom with nothing. You, you could actually reach out to someone um, and get an email template or um, and see how their orientation is led. and and just get ideas on how to do things um, so that you're just not starting from the ground up. Also, um, just making sure that um, we are establishing best practices. So um, as this industry grows, um, you know, it's really, the focus is always on recruitment, but onboarding retention um, has kind of had a slow start. Um, uh, some organizations, like I said, don't even have a program. So getting leaders to recognize the need for it really needs um, best practices and benchmarks. Um, so we need to establish those. And that's really what we're trying to create with this shared interest group is um, a group of um, like-minded professionals who um, agree upon best practices and are able to provide data and resources so that we can um, develop those industry benchmarks and trends. Um, so I would say that's really our mission is just to get that um, going so that we can um, have backing behind our programs as they grow. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I think, you know, from what I've learned from Amanda and Rachel um, throughout my tenure, too, is truly the definition of onboarding and um, retention as well. Sometimes people may even need a little bit of education, even though you've done it for years, to understand the full scope of the beginning, middle, and end regarding onboarding and how to keep them happy. Um, I know when I looked in the resource library that OR has, and found for, even for retention, they have retention plans, you know, from that start at 30 days from hire all the way out to like two and three years, which is great because um, 
I just needed that information, and these guys have it, and they know what to use, so it works. And that's what building the OR community is about. We're all peers working together to say, hey, what have you tried? What works? What didn't work? What was an epic, you know, success or failure? Yeah, and to add on, I will say, um, as someone personally who went from 100% recruiting and now I do 100% onboarding, um, I think what we try to do as a board and as a group is uh, make sure everybody knows how important and key this part of the physician process is. Um, I'm still realizing things I didn't know were part of the process a year and a half into doing this full time. And it's definitely in some regards, much more difficult than the recruiting aspect, but it's really the linchpin to keeping our physicians happy. So um, while most of our fellow members in AAPPR focus on recruitment, um, we are doing what we can and spreading information about why the onboarding piece is so crucial to the satisfaction of not only the providers we're recruiting, but also the departments we're recruiting them to. So I know I've, I've, talked to Amanda and Stephanie many times about how do you do this or what do you do that? And it's so crucial to me building a program that I was able to establish because of information I brought back to my leadership team that I learned from OR and AAPPR. Yeah. Programs and practices. And one thing that I always find so interesting about onboarding and retention is this is really where the recruitment process becomes more spread out, where more people start to become involved in the process and own different pieces of it. So a lot of the challenges I think members have is how do I work with those different, uh, you know, different stakeholders and different, um, you know, members of my team throughout the process of onboarding and retention to make sure that everything is cohesive and everything um, is working. So um, kudos to you. It's a it's a great, um, you know, great group and, and good work that you guys are, are doing. Um, so we, we talked a little bit, I heard about networking and resources. Um, let's talk a little bit about the benefits of joining OR and, um, and what you're able to offer and, and help members with. Well, first off, I would just say, um, as we've mentioned, that networking is key. So um, our email addresses are out there and we are all three always available if anyone needs to just reach out and email and ask a question, but also to um, serve as connectors to other programs or other people we may know um, that can assist um, members with uh, questions, we also have um, the chat available, so or chat. Um, we do have a PR chat, um, as everybody is aware, but there also is a specific um, site or chat for or. So if there's a specific or question that you have, um, you can list it there and then have other onboarding professionals come and um, respond and connect in that way. So um, if I could offer, um, one benefit, I would say, we've mentioned it many times, but the, just the connection of being able to reach out to other people who um, are dedicated to onboarding and retention and that communication and working together. 
um, that would be one of my, my main benefits for joining. Yes. Plus, I think that, you know, historically, we offer also a lot of great webinars as well um, that can be a good resource for people to plan and participate in if you can't make it to, you know, any of the national meetings, at least you get um, good content from or, out, you know, best practices and keep refreshed with your skill set. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, too, I think our resource library is fantastic. I myself, as I'm building this onboarding program here at UPMC Pinnacle, um, when I realize that I have to add something to the process to improve satisfaction, I go to the resource library first and see, is there something already out there that someone's done that'll make my job that much easier and I can adapt it to what I need? And nine times out of 10, it's there. And if it's not, then I can ask Amanda or Stephanie or go to the chat and, and usually get what I need. So just great resources all around. Yes, exactly. Even for retention, I just did the same thing because I need to communicate with leadership about some retention programs that we need to get in place, um, especially during this year with 2020, making sure we keep all the providers happy that we spent so much time trying to recruit and get them here um, and went there, found, like I said, great resources in the resource library and, yep, wonderful thing, being part of OR. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great group and you're a fun group. It's fun to chat with all of you. <laughs> So if you're a member of AAPPR, how do you get involved? What can you do to become more involved with OR? Reach out. Yep. <laughs> so like I said, all it takes is an email. Um, we are happy to um, have anyone join our calls. Um, we try to get together as much as possible. Um, we're all very busy, but we do our best um, to connect and just discuss what's going on, what's new what's coming up next. Um, so anytime anyone wants to just um, join a call, see what we talk about. Um, sometimes we have agendas, sometimes we're just talking um, about what's going on. And so anytime you want to join those calls, that would be one of my, um, uh, one of my top sellers right there, please. Anytime you just wanna um, join and see what you can do or, or we would like to just hear your ideas. What is it that you're needing from us? Um, at, we're a group of three right now, but we would love to expand. So <laughs> anytime that we can have anyone um, join and just give their input um, is always welcome. So that would be what I would say. <laughs> and to add on to that, I would say um, we have a lot of volunteer opportunities, some that just would require maybe an hour of your time if you want to help us pick our scholarship winner, for example, for the next conference, not much time out of, out of your day. Um, there's other projects and things um, that we could use help on. So it's we're all busy. We all know that. Um, and if you want to pitch in and help out and learn more, um, we can definitely find opportunities for you to volunteer that fit into your schedule and your interests. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it's already a part of the or I mean the AAPPR membership. You can just say that you want to become a member of or um, there's no additional cost and 
I think that's a great way for you to start and get access to the resource library and get on the chat train, you know, get connected with us that way as well. So just connect yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes, and additionally, we're always looking for people, as Rachel mentioned, oh. to add to our webinars, add to our newsletters, write articles. Um, anyone who has interest in those things, um, we are definitely um, welcome to that. We any those calls that I mentioned, that's where we come up with those um, ideas of what to put out there. So um, if you have interest in writing an article or um, doing a webinar, please reach out. Um, we are welcome to that and um, really would appreciate any help in, that anyone can provide. So, Yeah, and I know that people have a lot of great things. I think this year has sprung out good ideas that other people have. So please, you know, share with us so that we can all learn from what you've had to do to make an adjustment, um, whether that means pushing everything to virtual or a combination of the two um, as we come out of this, you know, um, phase that we've been in in the country. So just share, join, participate with us. We'd love to have you be a part of our community. Yeah, Stephanie, we just had that conversation about the virtual orientations because yes. it's all new to us as well. So um, that would be definitely a topic if you have learnings or challenges or successes that you would like to share. Um, we're all going through that right now as well. So we would definitely welcome that also. Mm -hmm. It's fun to be with a group of people who are learning right along with you yeah. where nobody... Yeah you know, necessarily thinks that they have all of the answers and, and wants to learn together from one another. Um, it's such a great added benefit of your AAPPR membership. And I, it is worth mentioning, you don't have to be strictly onboarding or retention in your roles. Um, just to learn more about the process, even if your primary role is as a recruiter or as a sourcer. Um, you know, it's a great resource to just expand your knowledge and, you know, particularly if, if you're in an organization that doesn't have um, a large team where you maybe have somebody dedicated to onboarding and retention, this is a great way to broaden your team through other people's knowledge and resources and, and being able to ask those questions that will help you build best practices in a way that's not completely reinventing the wheel. Yes, yeah. and just to add along to that, um, I would say in my program, my program at Atrium, we're split up or divided between recruiters and onboarders, but we work very closely together. So the onboarders are in communications when the offers are being made. Um, we're trying to provide appropriate recommendations for start dates based on credentialing and um, licensing timelines. So um, if you are just a recruiter, um, that being a part of OR can give you information um, that can help you in those phases, even if you don't have an onboarding program. So when you're talking to your hiring leaders, you um, could have information on how to uh, determine an appropriate start date because maybe you've had discussions with someone who is a full-time onboarder. So that is another resource that um, or could provide for you during that that part of the recruitment phase. 
Appropriate start dates. You mean it's not just when the practice manager tells you they need no. to start a week ago? <laughs> There's a method to it? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I think you're going to get a lot of phone calls just on that question alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely where most of the delays start. <laughs> so we, we've drilled down to a root cause right here. <laughs> yeah. I love what you said too. I mean, I, so one of the things I always like to say is recruitment is a team sport. Like my dream <laughs> the trend of hashtag recruitment is a team sport right? Um, because so many people are involved in the process and you know the the best practices and the best processes is one where that works like a well-oiled machine so right. certainly the onboarding and retention piece is a huge part of it and and as I just learned it starts with picking the right start date <laughs> so. right and then, yeah and when you mention retention you've done all that work as a recruiter and then you don't want to lose them in the first year so <laughs> putting in place some of those retention programs or just not even a program but just some practices can um, keep a, a position past the first few years where you don't have that cycle coming back around where you're having to fill that position again <laughs> a year or two later. So it really is very important, um, that piece of it, the retention, um, and then even the onboarding, if you've, if you've sold your organization and then they get here and it's a bumpy ride from the start, um, that can just um, make it worse <laughs> too. So um, I think that that definitely does show how it all works together in a cycle. And you mentioned, yeah. you know, virtual onboarding now, but retention is also crucial right now, especially because we're not all together. And Right. You know, I, I know as a recruiter, so many of those contacts and touch points that I had with physicians were just when I was walking through the hospital or walking through a, a practice. And, you know, now with everybody being so spread out, there's, you know, really the opportunity to, to look at it and how are we connecting with those providers once they join our community and, and checking in and making sure we're keeping those conversations going. Yes, and I think it might actually be easier now with the virtual platform. So, um, whereas you might have, I, I know you really want the personal perspective there, but um, this is where we're at virtually. And if we are able to utilize this technology to reach out to physicians or APPs who may be um, an hour away, um, that connection could keep them here as opposed to, um, you know, not being able to make that drive. So the virtual platform, I do feel like gives us um, the ability to connect in a way where we may not have been before. So who knew we could be so together while we're apart? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I always like to ask, what's your advice to fellow recruitment professionals? And, and we'll just sort of go around like we, we did in the beginning. Rachel, let's start, start with you. What advice would you offer? So my advice is don't reinvent the wheel, adapt from other people's experiences and tools. And that's where AAPPR is a wealth of information. Anything I could think of that I need for recruitment or onboarding, I can go on the, the resource library and find something that 
at least is a good starting point for me. And then usually the contact information for whoever created it um, is close by. So I can always ask questions if needed, but crowdsource, that's the best part about AAPPR, I think. I think I need to have that laminated above my yeah. desk. Don't yeah. reinvent the wheel. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Stop and ask for help. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie, what about you? What advice would you offer? Um, that it's a true community. I mean, you're not alone. Um, oftentimes and in dark days when, you know, things are just going wild, those managers are asking for people to start who haven't you know, even done anything and filled out paperwork online or employment physical or anything like that, you know, to know that you're not alone and you're part of a community and you can um, have that peer-to-peer -peer interaction. And like Rachel said, not reinvent the wheel that saves you time and, you know, heartache. Um, it's easier to get things and edit or add on than to try to create sometimes for myself personally. Um, but just having that community, even, like I said, watching a webinar, taking myself back a step to educate myself more, it's wonderful. And that's why I'm excited about the podcast, because um, I get to listen to more people and get more community out of this situation right now. Since, you know, working, if you work from home, I work from home part-time, part-time in the office, so it gets a bit lonely, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. To be part of it. You're community. not in alone. It, it's just helpful to be able to reach out to other people sometimes, whether it's because you need to know best practices or you're looking for information, or sometimes it's just to connect and say, hang on, am I the crazy one or am I in the right place? And maybe I've got to bring the rest of my team back to, to the right field. <laughs> yeah. Amanda, what words of wisdom and advice can you offer? I would just say um, the word that's coming to mind is change. Um, so being willing to change or be adaptable, flexible. Um, we There is so much going on and so many things are changing and um, that does not stop in recruitment, onboarding and retention. So I think we always, yes, we don't need to reinvent the wheel, but we always need to be looking forward to what's next. What what um, what's going to be around the next corner and how can I adapt to it when it comes? And I think that's what this community gives us, what APR and OR gives us is access to others who have may have already experienced it or who have ideas about it, or let's get together and brainstorm and think about how we can, um, how we can move into this next phase easily instead of in, instead of struggling. So um, yeah. I think that change and flexibility is something that we all need to be um, willing to accept and um, willing to um, jump jump on when it, when it comes and not um, shy away from it. So that would be my advice. That is such good advice in life and work and in 2020 frankly. <laughs> this year has taught us anything. Right. So we all need to just be a little bit more flexible and become a little bit more comfortable with change. Right. <laughs> That's a great note to end on. Um, I want to thank all of you so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed chatting with all of you. I learned a lot about ORE and 
and about uh, start dates and um, you know what what I can do and what we can all do to build our toolkit a little bit more. So I want to thank all of you for taking the time, and um, we'll all be in touch with you soon. I'm sure. Yeah. Thanks, Liz. It's been great. Really enjoyed yeah. it. Yep. Yep. Thanks, thank everyone. <laughs> thanks, Amanda, Rachel. See you guys later. Good to see you guys. <laughs> yes. Good to see you. Thank you for listening to the IMAAPPR podcast. Be sure to subscribe to stay up to date on our latest episodes. And for more information on AAPPR and the IMAAPPR campaign, please visit our website, aappr.org.